<laughs> Welcome back. Hi. Hi. How are you? I I am good. Yeah. I just wanted to apologize. Yes. To everybody. The enemy's a liar. I know that's right. So we are, as you can tell, a week behind. Mm-hmm. I Which got, is okay. Um, I got deathly sick. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I say that the enemy's a liar because the enemy is a liar. Not one person in my house is sick. And I had just prayed a healing over my house and my kids that no sickness come to my kids or my house or whatever. And then I get sick. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we are back. The blood of Jesus. <laughs> he thought he was going to stop me from my fast, my praying in my fast, mm. because I was um, praying in my head the whole time. And this, I was just explaining this to somebody. I feel as though the enemy saw what was moving because of my prayers, and he didn't know what it was that I was speaking because I wasn't speaking them out loud. So he's like, I got to take this girl out somehow. She's got to stop. Whatever she's doing needs to stop. Mm. Because I was deathly sick. Thursday, I was like 102 fever, like I had no energy laying on my, across my table. It was crazy. So. The devil is a liar, seriously. He didn't stop me because I still prayed that night. I know that's right. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> right between the eyes. Uh, so. Two weeks ago, when I was thinking about this podcast that was supposed to be aired last week, I was thinking about this specific, what we're going to talk about, which is prayer. And I wanted to say, because my husband, he, so a girl that I know from church, she's a girl that I've done like cruise with and I prayed with and like, she kind of knows a little bit of my story. And she had posted online, like, does anybody know an electrician? So I texted her and I was like, hey, my husband's an electrician. So I ended up getting in touch. Her husband got in touch with my husband, settled something, and he went and did work for them. And she had texted me. She's like, I just told your husband that I've been praying for him for years. Mm. And I just, it brought me back to the times where, so my husband got saved last year, July 1st, 2023. Or rededicated his life. So I don't know if he ever been saved before, but that's when he like really dedicated his life to God. And it just brought me back to even just a couple months before that, before July 2023, and how I would was driving in my car, just crying because I'm like, well, maybe this just isn't, maybe just this isn't what you have for me, God. And how impatient I was. Mm. But not even just impatient, like. I'm believing that you can do this, but not really believing that you're going to do it for me. I can see that you do it for everybody else, but maybe just me you're not going to do it for. Mm. And that's a lie, right? Even if he does do it, but he might not do it the way we see it to be done. Right. Right? Yep. So that led me to, we should talk about prayer. Because it's so easy for us to give up I think there are really there are are core essentials to every believer 
that just they keep you mm -hmm. they keep you grounded they keep your feet placed but they keep your heart pumping mm -hmm. so to speak with Jesus prayer that's hands down just talking to Jesus what's up like what is going on inside of you are you mad are you disappointed are you hurt right mm -hmm. worship just throw some music on you don't know what you're looking for Christian music hit the button on YouTube and let it go right reading your word I mean you may not understand it right away but eventually you're going to because right. you'll get the key the Holy Spirit and being around people that are like-minded to encourage you right you know those core things keep you prayer yeah that's why people it. like I don't understand and we are gonna talk about it but that's why I don't like people like oh well you don't need to go to church to be saved or know God no you're right God can save you anyway yeah right I got however saved in my room. But you should go to church to meet with Jesus every single week with a bunch of other believers with a one mind and one worship heart. You know what I mean? I do. And I think that going to church, is it required? No, but we should. I See, I disagree there because the Bible says, do not forsake the assembly of the brethren. And so <clears throat> the brethren, you're going to find the brethren at church. Right. You and I, I mean? and I say that, yes, <clears throat> I agree. But what about the people that live in countries that may not be able to meet in an assembly because it's against... They do. I, I know they there are some. Churches. They have underground churches. You know, because I remember listening to a man, brother from China. His testimony is phenomenal phenomenal we think we got it bad we, I know nothing I mean not we don't even itch the surface no, we don't he just they busted his legs and like he just really so Trisha I mean not to mention being around people that will encourage you and lift you up and wants the best for you right they see something in you that you don't see in you half of the time. Right. You, you want to be around those people because, you know, when I first got saved, the first year and a half, it was just me and Jesus in the room. So, and right. then he led me to church. He led me to a church where I grew. So, but it definitely, you definitely... You need to be connected. Come on. For sure. Without doubt. Without doubt. So in one of the first scriptures that I found that I, I, I liked, and as I read it through my Bible, I was like, well, let me see what it says in a different version. And in, in my app, you can just click on it and then click compare, and then it has all the versions. So you can just read all, that ver all the versions of that one scripture, nice. which I like that. So you don't have to find every book you have. Right. And then every single version that I read this in, like my Bible, and then compared it, I loved the way the Message Bible said it. Yeah. So I like to call the Message Bible, if you don't know, if you're listening, is my ghetto Bible that I like. I, 
because it's just it's not ghetto but that's what i call it just because it makes so so much sense to me you know what i mean right so mark 11 verse 24 says therefore i tell you all the things you pray and ask for believe that you received them and you will have them in the message bible it says it like this too but therefore i tell you everything you pray and ask for believe that you have received it and it will be yours and i think that you've received it where and it just as we were as i was reading this just now before we started i just thought what we were talking about a couple days ago about your back yeah believe that you received it how hard is that how hard is it to pray something and believe that you're going to receive it and walk in that because i know for me like for my husband to believe for it took three years of constant prayer but did i really believe that i was going to receive it because i don't think that i did i just think that at some point i was like i don't i know that you could but i don't think that you're going to for me that's not believing and receiving right you know i i think that i think that it depends upon what it is that you're asking Jesus for. If you're asking Jesus for a million dollars, you laugh, but, no, but I, I mean, there's, I mean, there's definitely people that... I'm know, sure, yeah, I mean, I, you know, guess I just am not, but... <clears throat> but... More money, more problems. That's it. But if you're That's asking Jesus for a deeper walk with you i want to know you in a deeper way you know with all of my heart i believe that that is his heart too i think that but even that so i don't maybe it's just something about myself and not believing like there's more for me like god's gonna give me more because he loves me And that's just trauma, if we're going to be honest, of like human trauma. And God is not human. Like he's not my human parents. He doesn't, he's not, I don't, I shouldn't be putting him in a box like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I think that's where my mind goes is like, what am I, why are you going to do what I'm asking? Like with my eyes. To show me what it is, whatever it is. Why do I? Why should I keep praying that? Because are you really going to? Or I don't want to believe because you're going to probably let me down. So I don't want to really believe that you're going to do too much for me because then I, that gives you the expectation of letting me down. I think though, you know, it depends on how how you view let me down. If If you're putting him in a place where you're putting a time frame on or do you know what I mean? Then yeah, I think you kinda of See letting I don't think that I down. I don't think I ever would put a time frame on it. I'm more of a fact of like I don't really know if you would really do this for me. Right. And that's where my questioning of prayer is. Like I can pray and I can believe that you can do it for everybody else. Cause I've seen it. I've seen you do it for other people. But for me, what if that's not my calling? You know what I mean? That's not my, maybe just this is enough. And God's like, nope, that's just enough for you. Those are the thoughts. 
And that's not trusting and believing. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? How prayer is so hard. But Jesus says we've got to keep doing it. Continuous. Pray continuously. Without ceasing. I think that's probably one of the scriptures that I actually um, looked up. I have been praying for certain things for 12 years. Mm. It's not easy. And some days are better than others. Some days the enemy shoots his arrows and says, God is never going to give you this. Right. And then there's days where I'll go to the Bible table in the morning and I pray the same, well, no, not the same prayer every, every time, but, and Jesus will lead me in a scripture talking about my kids. Right. And them all being at a table with Jesus at the head. Okay. Okay. Isn't that how beautiful Jesus is? Because every time that I got doubt, with my husband, something small happened where it was just that encouraged me to keep going. Like, oh, okay, you are working and it's just not my time, it's your time. Right. And that's the hard part, (laughs) is sitting in that place of waiting. Mm. And I'm sure it's not just us, it's it's a lot of people. It's hard for us to wait when you've been hitting this thing in prayer for so long and you see no evidence none right Right. it's like bone dry (laughs) like we're in the desert (laughs) i just want one drop of water so you know but i want to say that that's embedded in us since birth because my oldest daughter She's understanding, like, patience and waiting. And she says to me all the time, Mommy, I don't want to wait. Waiting is so hard. And I'm just, like, washing the dishes. And I'm just like, give me two seconds, like, and I will help you. I don't want to wait. I can't wait. And I'm like, well, yeah, waiting is hard. And sometimes it sucks. That's what I tell her. (laughs) But sometimes we've got to wait. But aren't we all like that, though? It's in us. It's in us to feel like we need it right now. Nobody needs to teach us that. Because we've been born with a sinful nature. (laughs) (laughs) So that leads me to Romans 8, 26. It says, In the same way, the Spirit also joins to help in our weakness, because we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with unspoken groan. Groaning. Groans that crazy uh you do know what that means go message bible in the same way the spirit also helps us in our weakness because we do not know what to pray for as we should but the spirit himself intercedes it just says the same thing in the oh you know what i'm reading this in the message bible i'm not reading this in the message bible (laughs) i just realized i'm on the same thing i was like why does it sound the same uh, romans what romans 8 26 Oh, that's funny. Sorry, the last one I read was definitely not out of the Message Bible either. Meanwhile, 
The moment we get tired in the waiting, God's spirit is right alongside us, helping us along. If we don't know or what, don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wor- wordless sighs or aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition, and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives lives of love for God is worked into something good. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Why? I can remember a a long time ago before God hit me with the spirit of tongues. I can remember reading that and so longing for that. I'm like, why? How can my spirit pray for me? Because I had, I had like, I was constantly praying. Mm. And I was like, wait, what? But it wasn't until I got the Holy Spirit where I understood, like, oh, okay. Like, ding. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Definitely powerful. You ever been in that place where your heart is completely and utterly broken and all you can do is cry? I don't know. I'm not a crier. I can remember a time please where you were sitting in the passenger seat of the car in one time get at Cherry it. at Cherry Hill restaurant get over it one time I'm never going to have a baby Yep little did you know you were pregnant while you were sitting there I know isn't that weird No that's all Jesus He's like baby if you only knew That's what he was saying That's why to I was that. crying so much cuz I had so many hormones running through my body <laughs> Not no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I can't believe that I just didn't read this in the in the Mark, the chapter in Mark. Anyway, it's annoying. I was like, why does it sound the same? I'm gonna go to James though because it's good. Another one, another good one. James sixteen, I think five sixteen. James 5.16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The intense prayer of the righteous is very powerful. Come on. And in the Message Bible, it says, Make this your common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and healed. The prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. Elijah for instance, human, just like us, prayed hard that it would, wouldn't rain, and it didn't. Not a drop for three and a half years. Then he prayed that it would rain, and it did. The showers came, and everything started growing again. Come on. Come on. Isn't that good? But do we? No. That's the point. We don't come together. And, like, sure, we'll come together as a community to pray, but, like, 
when do you go to somebody and say, hey, can you pray with me? Or can we pray together? No, that's not what he said. He said... Confess your sins. That's what it is. So, I want people to know my business. <laughs> and so you say nothing. Right. Which gives the enemy access to play with you. That's why it's so important to be in a community of people like-minded to encourage. Everybody has a somebody. Find your somebody in the Christian realm. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. You do have to find your somebody because you can't just... You can't just say anything to everybody. And that's the truth. Because... I don't mean this in a bad way. But there are a lot of... Wolves in sheep clothing, is that how you say that? Yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. And I, I just say that because... <clears throat> As I stood at church on Sunday, I just had an overwhelm. Like, my pastor was talking about how many people... Like, my pastor never talks about numbers. He's not a numbers person. He doesn't care about how many people are there. He just cares if people that are there, they're healthy or not. Like, how is the Holy Spirit going through the church? Stuff like that. And he was saying how within the last year, over a thousand people started coming to our church. And as I'm standing and as he's saying that, I'm looking around the room and it is jam-packed from the bottom to the top because I sit up in the balcony. Almost every seat is full. And I'm just looking around and I'm like, I just feel like there's so many people here that come here to just check it off a list. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They come in, and I just told my husband this, that sitting up in the balcony is really distracting for me because... They just come in and they go and they leave and they come and they go. And it's like, come in for worship and come in to worship. And then come in and to listen to the word. Like meet Jesus there. Because every single week I can tell you that I feel the power of the Holy Spirit in that church. Every single week. So I know he's there. Why are we asleep? You know how many people? That's what I mean. Like you can't, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but you can't trust everybody even if they do go to church. You really have to speak to Jesus about it. Is this a good person to friend? Or can you be a good friend to that person? <laughs> but I them? think that you'll know, you know? I have two, and you know, They've been in my life for, and when I was at my worst, the both of them just loved me, encouraged me, prayed for me. They just had it. So, yeah. Not everybody has that, though. That's sad. That's sad to me. And it could be for many reasons. Like, I'm not very close to many people. I don't have, like, 
I can think of a time that I'm going through something really hard and I'm just going to go have that one specific person. I don't, I don't have a lot of Christian friends. And that's one of By my choice. Traits. Or is it because you... you not by you're broken choice. I don't believe that it's by choice. I've tried to have Christian friends. I just don't have that community of people. Like I've I've definitely gone out trying to like be fr- like you don't even how do you even make friends when you're an adult for first first of all? <laughs> how do you make friends when you're an adult? That doesn't make any sense to me, but it's it's hard. There's not a lot of people that are open for new friendships. There's people I know that I could call and be like, hey, can you pray with me? Or like, can I'm go like, but it's not like, that's my best friend. And I, I know I can rely on them and I and they're going to get me through that. I don't have that. You need to find that. That's something I pray about all the time. I really do. That is definitely one of my prayers that God bring a community, not a community, to just like, you know what I feel? It's got to be through with my husband though. And that's what's going to end up happening. Like to I mean, do life together. To do, like have that, that relationship with. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> when I was going through, he was, he was the first person I told him. Because he is my best friend. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But sisters, yeah too. And all three of us are completely and utterly opposite. Completely, completely and utterly opposite. One's Guatemalan, and she just is so bubbly, and you've met her, mm-hmm. Osiris. And then the other one is Olu, very conservative, very quiet. Won't really talk to you unless she knows you. Well, I'm glad that she knows me because she always comes over and talks to me. <laughs> so that must mean something. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it's it's definitely like a beautiful thing when you have sisters. I do believe that someday that God's going to bring those type of people into my life for sure. But that's not where I'm at right now. It's not yet. I don't know why it's not, but I believe that you do need it. You're, you're still, like, really, and I don't mean this bad, but you're still really early on mm. in your walk, too. So, I know for me, that early on stage, Jesus is like, nope, you're coming with me, and it's just me and you. Right. So, that probably is where you're at, you know? He's like, I'm not sharing you right now. Right. I'm sorry. So... I see what God's going to do, and I know it's it's just, again, back to not my time, his time. Right. But that leads me to Matthew 6. And Matthew 6, 6 says, But when you go, when you pray, go into your private room, shut your door, and pray pray to your Father who is in secret, and your, and your Father who sees in, the, in secret will reward you. Message Bible says, Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so that you won't be tempted to role play before God. Mm. Just be there as simple, simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you will begin to sense his grace. Come on. Isn't that so beautiful? Do you know what that reminds me of? That movie, War Room. I've never seen that movie. <clears throat> it was like she's sitting in the closet and something 
bad happened. She looks at the wall of all the prayers that she prayed and she starts reading them out loud and she gets to this one particular prayer and it's the enemy comes to kill, to steal and to destroy and she reads it again and then she reads it a third time and then all of a sudden she gets up and she starts walking down the stairs and she starts looking around and she's like and devil and she's like and as a matter of fact, get out of my house. And she slams the door. And then she opens it back up and steps outside and goes, and another thing. <laughs> I got one more thing to say. But that, that's what it reminds me of. Because you know what? Honestly, when you go into, when you tuck away into your room and you just close the door, there is a deep vulnerability That you feel because there's nobody there to impress with your words or to think about am I saying the right thing don't don't offend you know what I, I know. mean yeah it's just you and him and you know he's standing at attention listen to you it's it's a beautiful thing you know, I was praying today and sitting at my sink and I was listening to worship music. It was before anyone came over and I just started praying. And I just like threw up my hands and I just like, so I don't pray like that often. Not, I don't mean that like I don't pray often. I pray often, but I don't pray like this often mm. where like I can feel the Holy Spirit through me and I'm just like, because normally I'm just like stumbling over my words. I don't know what I'm saying. I can't even tell you what I said while I was praying, but mm. I was praying over my driveway from my kitchen, looking down my driveway about not allowing anything that's not of you. And I don't remember exactly what I said, but I don't have like a war room, so to speak. But I pray, I guess I don't pray like that though either. Like tuck away. And but I feel like I talk to God all the time. You know what I mean? Because it's always just me at my house. I mean, I have little kids, but they have no idea what's going on. You know, can I just say this and then um, I'll shut up, but you see my bedroom, you see the thing on the door. Kamino made me one when I was little, when he was little, and on construction paper. In worship, do not disturb. <laughs> and I, I put it on the door. And I say this to say, we're either going to believe God at his word or we're not. Mm. And again, there's some days that are better than others, but nonetheless. So the Bible says, train up a child Teach the child me. I'm paraphrasing. Teach your child about me. And when your child gets old and they get swayed into the world, the foundation will be laid in their hearts and they'll always come back to me because they'll long for me. Mm. Now, he made me that 
and I put it on my door. I am telling you, as my child grew, he would be up in his room doing the same exact thing he saw me do. Not me tell him to right. do. He saw me do it. He saw the result of what I was doing. He did it. The world called him. He left. There's going to come a time whether I'm still alive or I'm dead. I don't know. But I do know. Kamano. James. Carrie Lee. My grandkids. They're all going to go to that place in Jesus. And I, I know it. Hmm. Am I the greatest of examples? No. I'm not. But I am dirt. Right. Just like everybody else. Right. And I do falter. I do fail. And nobody's hotter on me than me. But I, I say that to say, make a place and watch your girls watch you. And they'll do it too. They definitely do. I mean, like I said, it's not that I don't. It's not that, I, but it's not that I go into a, an area and I seclude them and not pray. Like she'll see me put an I like today. I was like, come here, Octavia. I got, I'm gonna. I'm, oh, I prayed over Parker first, specifically for her first, because I didn't want her to get. I, she can't get sick, because she has her MRI on Tuesday, and that ain't getting canceled. So I just like took the anointing oil that I have specifically sitting on my counter, so everyone can see it. It's not hidden. It's on my counter. Because try to play with me, Satan. Try to play. <laughs> She's like, go ahead, mess with me, see what happens. <laughs> I am done with you. And I, and Octavia's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm putting anoint, I'm anointing Parker's head. And I, I, I prayed over her and I just, and then she saw me doing it to her. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to pray over Octavia too. And I took the anointing oil and I put it over her. And I'm going to tell you, every time Octavia sees my anointing oil, my other one that's on my, near my bed, she takes it, thinks I'm not looking, rubs it in her hands and she runs in her room. And I hear her talking to Jesus over it. She sees that I'm yes. praying. Like, she sees that Amen. I'm reading my Bible every day. She's like, can you just be done reading your Bible? And I'm like, no, I'm not done reading my Bible. Girl, you shouldn't be up so early. It is she not said, time. You be done. <laughs> but she knows, and she'll, like, take, oh, she'll take a book, and she'll be like, oh, I'm reading my Bible right now. Like, she imitates, she imitates me. You know what I mean? So I do believe that I show her... And she sees me worship a whole lot. Yeah. She always say, can you put the lion song on? Oh, she likes hail, that song. Hail, hail, yeah. of Judah. Yeah. I knew I had this one written down. First Thessalonians 5.17. It's very short. Pray constantly. I know that's right. In the Message Bible... In the Message Bible, you can't always just get one verse. It says 16 through 18. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. Pray all the time. That's what it says. I know. Pray all the time. <clears throat> like I think it's important. You're right. It is important to have that time. And I believe that someday I will have that time where I'm going in my room when I don't have a three and a one-year-old. Right. I have to constantly right. 
attend to, but it's about constantly praying. Pray without ceasing. I think that's another way of saying it, right? It's like, God didn't answer my prayer right away. And I think I said this to you when we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, but God didn't answer my prayer right away about Josh, right? But it was a whole nother heart that he was dealing with. You know what I mean? I do. He was dealing with Josh's heart. And it was he was been he's been dealing with his heart for longer than three years. Come on. He's been he was dealing with his heart for ten. We were together for like ten years. We've been together how I don't know. So this year will be twelve years. Now we've been together. And married ten. God has been working on him since the day that Josh met me. Mm-hmm. Because I can tell you right now, I remember oops, I didn't mean to do that. I can remember when I sat at his mom's house when I first met him, and he said, there's something about you. There's a light about you. Mm. And I want to know what that light is. That was a long time ago. That was when I was going to church twice a week. So God's been working on him a long way before me. I mean, he was going to church. He went to church with his mom growing up. There was something placed in him. Like I said, that foundation, train up a child. The world is going to call you. You're going to go. You're going to go. But there'll always come a time where you always go back here. Right. Anyway. I have other scriptures in here too, but we're getting running late. So that's, that, that was, I think that's pray constantly is where is a good ending for that. You know, people will say, I don't know how to pray. Neither do I. You just talk. That's it. Just talk. There's a song by one of my favorite artists, Brandon Lake. And, and it's called talking to Jesus. Is that what it's called? Really? Literally, I, I sent that song to you. You send me a lot of things during the day. But you listen to it and then you call me and you're like, wow, that song was really powerful. Oh, Made all me right. Cry. I remember. Yes. And if you don't know how to pray, listen to that song. Because literally it's just talking to Jesus. That's literally what you're doing. And then when you talk to Jesus every day, you talk and you talk and you talk, then the Holy Spirit's going to teach you and guide you on how to talk what to pray for, who to pray for. He's going to put people on your heart. He's going to put things on your heart that you need for God to help you with. When I first got saved, the night Jesus came into my room, Trisha, I pulled up a chair in front of me. I knew he was in the room. But I pulled the chair up in front of me so I had a target to look at and talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for some people, that may just be something that they need to do. Pull up a chair. Sit on the other chair or sit on your bed or whatever it was, what is. And that's what you do. Right. You remind me so much of your brother right now. Your brother James. I just can't right now. You just made that same, <laughs> that look that he okay. makes. Like... Wow. And also, like, maybe some, maybe you don't want to say it out loud. You can say it in your head. And he's going to hear you. Absolutely. And he's going to hear, and he's going to answer you. And you're going to hear him. 
Here mm. or here? I think both. For some people, it'll be here. And then there'll be people that need to hear audibly. Yep. That was me. So, that's my two cents. Because I know that my God can speak to you in your heart. Come on. And speak to you in your ears. Because I know that Jesus audibly, like he hasn't, he doesn't, he hasn't done it in a long time. And he does, he, he might not do it all the time. But I can remember specifically walking around the daycare. Walking. Remember we used to walk <clears throat> with the kids. Every time I went past Miss Maria, I heard Jesus, heard with my ears, him say, go pray with her. What? <laughs> he said it four times. And I remember it took me four times to finally go on. It sure what did, because I still world? didn't want to do it. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? You sure, 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 sure. And I remember standing. We were finally standing in front of the radio, and I heard it again. Go pray with Miss Maria. I didn't hear it here. I heard it in my ears. Mm. And I went and prayed with her. I was like, I don't know what to do, Miss Maria, but I just feel like Jesus wants me to pray with you. Is that okay? And she said, of course, obviously, Miss Maria. And I prayed with her. And then when I looked up, she was bawling her eyes out. Mm. Like, I don't know what's going on in your life. And something major was going on in her life at that time. And it's like, sometimes God's going to talk to you in your heart. And you're going to hear it within yourself. You're going to hear it. You're going to know. You're just going to know that he spoke to you. But sometimes you're going to hear it in your ears. And if you are somebody that doesn't pray or is skeptical... Pray it in your head and I can guarantee you, he's gonna, he's gonna tell you, he's gonna, he's going to. I know he will. He wants to. I just went back. To Miss Maria? Yeah. Anyways. Let us close. Do you want me to pray? Jesus, I thank you for today. I ask you, Lord, that every single listener on this podcast, they hear your voice. Either they hear it within their heart or they hear it audibly. I pray, Jesus, that each person that calls out to you to ask, how do I pray? Or are you real? That you, you speak to them in a way that they will understand and they will hear you. I thank you for everything that you're doing and I pray for each person that's listening to us. Amen. Amen. I think this is the second time I did that to you, but yeah. <laughs> until next time. We're just kicking, kicking it, it with Jesus. Jesus. God bless you guys. <laughs>